What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Tuesday, April 6th. I'm Keila Hughes. And I'm Gideon Resnick, and this is What a Day, where we are still grateful to Dolly Parton for single-handedly making the COVID vaccine. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but she actually wrote, I will always love you, Jolene, and the COVID vaccine <laughs> in the same day. <laughs> On today's show, a new potential way to vaccinate the world, then some headlines. But first, the latest, where it is all about taxes. And Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is making the case that big U.S. corporations should be paying up. It's about making sure that governments have stable tax systems that raise sufficient revenue to invest in essential public goods and respond to crises. That was Yellen talking to the Chicago Council on Global Affairs yesterday. That's right. So U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said, you're going to pay what you owe to corporations by proposing a minimum global corporate tax. That means if a company thinks it can leave America just to skip out on paying taxes while still doing business here, we going to get you. So she cited a, quote, 30-year race to the bottom where countries competed with one another to attract businesses. But that just resulted in an erosion of investment in public goods. In effect, those higher corporate taxes would be a strategy to fund Biden's $2.3 trillion infrastructure plan. Interesting. So what benefits the world doesn't benefit businesses, and what benefits businesses doesn't benefit the world. Historically, corporations have taken out all civic responsibility to pay their fair share on consumers in the form of price hikes and fewer benefits for employees. But is that necessary? Well, the short answer is no, but I'm going to run through some stats about how corporate taxes currently work in America. So the U.S. has one of the highest corporate tax rates in the world. It is true pearl-clutching Republicans, but calm down. (laughs) The actual reality is that most businesses pay much less if they pay at all. Among those companies who paid nothing in corporate tax in 2020 are Nike, FedEx, and Salesforce. And you can partly thank Trump in 2017 for that. He slashed the corporate tax rate from 35% to 21%. So it becomes clear how all these billionaires got richer in the pandemic, while we are all about to give a higher percentage of our own money to the country than they do. So Mm -hmm. where most other wealthy countries get at least 3% of their gross domestic product through corporate taxes, America now gets a paltry 1%. It's hard to imagine the progress we could see if corporations tripled their contribution to society. Just kidding. It's not. Uh, You know those people who always talk about how great America was in the 1950s? Well, one reason that isn't racism and oppression and simply fewer people is that almost 6% of the country's GDP used to come from corporate taxes. So yeah, we've all been picking up their slack. Yeah, and you don't have to look far to see that when you tax megacorporations fairly, nothing bad happens. Maybe, I know it's crazy, some good even. Totally. So that example I just gave you about the 1950s in America explains why infrastructure was newer and prioritized and upward mobility was possible for most people. But when younger generations who are saddled with insurmountable student loan debt and exorbitant cost of living are also carrying huge corporate tax burdens, it's pretty obvious why people romanticize that earlier time period. 
But even more recently, experts note that the U.S. was more vulnerable to the pandemic because the biggest companies are paying the least. According to the Harvard Business Review, even though large corporations are raking in the cash, that hasn't resulted in, you know, better business. They Mm -hmm. found that large corporations charge higher prices, pay lower wages, provide lower quality goods and services, and scale back innovation and investment. So that's the outlook for what could happen if we tax corporations more, whether they're at home or abroad. Yeah, a lot to think about. Now, some pandemic news. There is a potentially big development in the race to vaccinate the world. It is one that is cheaper and easier to make. Yeah, and that's going to be huge if we want all countries, rich and poor, to get shots. So what do we know about this potential new vaccine so far? Yeah, uh, extremely pushes up glasses voice here. Uh, That was me attempting to be my nerdy self. This was genuinely exciting to read. Uh, There's a report in the New York Times about clinical trials for this new vaccine, which has an extremely catchy name to remember, NVDHXPS. Just rolls off the tongue. Uh, Long story short, there is a modified spike protein with six alterations, hence the hexapart. Uh, The trials are taking place in Mexico, Thailand, Brazil, and Vietnam. Their first phase is set to wrap up in July. But there are at least two big reasons why this vaccine is potentially groundbreaking. The first, it's built in a way that it could produce even stronger antibodies than the ones we currently have, even stronger. Wow, so I really played myself getting this other vaccine. Is that just saying I could be like a superhero with this one? Yes, potentially. Uh, no, Dang. I'm not saying that. Well, we'll see. We, we don't know. Uh, and, and two is that this could be far easier to make in part using chicken eggs. Wait a minute. Uh, can we explain that chicken egg thing really quick? Yeah, uh, I admit I kind of forgot that that was a thing until I was reading this again. But so right now, the COVID-19 vaccines we have rely on these kind of hyper specific ingredients and specialized factories to produce. But using chicken eggs is how some flu vaccines are made. Viruses are injected where they replicate then are taken out before being put back into a vaccine. And it's why the CDC actually has a page on flu vaccines and egg allergies. That is a cheaper, more familiar process. And researchers tried it out with this spike protein, and it worked. The resulting vaccine was successful in mice and hamsters. But while we do love our rodent friends, the final piece is figuring out if it actually works the same for humans. We'll link to the story so you can learn more. But what a world. Yeah, honestly, what a world. And kind of weird that they didn't start there. But you know what? I, never too late. We're <laughs> here now. <laughs> right. So as you mentioned, what's super important to know about this effort, a big, big portion of the world does not have a bevy of vaccine options like we do. So this might create a good, reliable option for countries who need to vaccinate their populations more affordably. Yes, 1000%. Now, the story cautions that given the timeline, it might not be a solve for the current waves that countries are experiencing, but it could be majorly important for long-term development and gulp uh, possible future <laughs> pandemic responses no. where necessary. Uh, <laughs> for, for now, though, we are painfully aware that COVID is a global problem. And yes, who is getting vaccines is another issue of capitalism. Middle to high income countries, which is about one fifth of the world's population, have bought 6 billion doses or so. The rest of the world have only secured about 2.6 billion doses. That's an estimate from the Duke Global Health Innovation Center. And that is why we've seen a push from countries like South Africa, India, and many more to waive intellectual property rights that profit-making pharmaceutical companies have on vaccines. Biden is also getting pushed on this as well. Because ultimately, we need to get to global herd immunity faster. Without a worldwide approach and more vaccines available to everyone, the virus could continue to spread and mutate posing a risk everywhere, even if people think that they are out of the woods. Here's Bill Gates talking about just that. Now, we need to help the whole world. uh, And that's where the Gates Foundation funding of these Indian factories and getting huge capacity up uh, so that the disease isn't coming back to the U.S. So we have a world economy that's 
uh, going full speed that creates jobs here and just to save to save lives. Yeah. Wow. We would love to save some lives. And mm-hmm. we're kind of on edge still, because even though a record four million people got vaccinated in the U.S. last Saturday, shout out to everybody doing that. Uh, the virus <laughs> isn't done with us. And it's certainly not in other countries. No, it's not. Uh, The variant spreading in Brazil has crossed borders and is affecting other parts of South America. Uh, It has been identified in the U.S., but not to a widespread degree yet that we know of. There is a variant-fueled surge in Canada as well at the moment. And India actually recorded its highest daily cases of the entire pandemic on Monday, topping 100,000. Only the United States has hit that number in a day. Mm. We'll keep you updated on the COVID news here and abroad, but that is the latest for now. It's Tuesday Wad Squad, and in place of today's temp check, we're discussing some pretty impactful news. Yahoo Answers, the official home of confused children that got unsupervised <laughs> access to the internet, plus some very confused adults, is getting shut down. Mm. Yahoo said it'll take the site down on May 4th due to a decline in popularity. Obviously, we at WAD are grieving, so we wanted to take some time to think back on some of the most powerful and thought-provoking questions we've seen on Yahoo Answers before they're lost forever. With this segment, Yahoo Answers, forever in our hearts. How is Babby formed? How a girl get pregnant? The undisputed champion. You change the world and you will be missed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can 38-year-olds listen to Slipknot? You know, we personally may never know, and maybe that's for the best. Rest in peace. Why does my arm shake and turn bright red when I'm eating dirt? We've all wondered about this. Thank you to the author for giving us a voice. And now you may sleep. Where can I buy a frog? Not for sexual reasons. Um, First off, I just want to say I actually do believe you, and I do hope that you find peace. Is Rainbow Trout a good name for a baby girl? I'm trying to think of names for my daughter. Not sure which direction you went, but either way, our deepest sympathies to Miss Rainbow Trout. Hmm. Is Long John Silver's generally a good fish experience? You know, I can take this one. No, it absolutely isn't. Rest in peace. And lastly... Did anyone else hated Alan Alda and MASH? Thank you for teaching me. It's okay to be weird. I hope you're rocking out in heaven. And just like that, we honored Yahoo Answers. We'll be back after some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants 
are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash WAD. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. The sixth day of the trial of Derek Chauvin wrapped up yesterday, and here are some of the takeaways. The court heard from six witnesses, including the chief of the Minneapolis Police Department and the doctor who tried to save George Floyd's life. Chief Madaria Arredondo testified that Chauvin's use of force violated the department's policies on de-escalation and claimed that it was not a part of their training. His testimony went against the defense's argument that Chauvin acted within his police training and used an appropriate amount of force. Dr. Bradford Langenfeld also testified that Floyd died from a lack of oxygen, denying the defense's claim that an overdose could have been the cause of his death. We'll have more updates during the week as the trial moves forward. The Republican governor of Arkansas vetoed an anti-trans health care bill yesterday. The bill would have banned doctors from providing essential health care for trans youth, like gender-confirming surgery or hormone treatments. Before we give him more credit than he deserves, Governor Asa Hutchinson said his decision ultimately reflected concerns about government overreach and youth health care in general. In public mm-hmm. remarks, he even said that his state's Republican legislature will probably override his veto and essentially that he hopes lawmakers will find a different way to restrict trans rights. Quick reminder that just last month, Hutchinson approved a bill banning trans girls from participating in school sports teams under their gender identity. The ACLU said the decision yesterday was a victory for those fighting against the discriminatory bill. The Screen Actors Guild Awards were on Sunday, and in what critics are calling a reverse friends on NBC, all the top film acting awards went to people of color. Viola Davis and the late legend Chadwick Boseman won for their leading parts in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Daniel Kaluuya won Best Supporting Male Actor for Judas and the Black Messiah, while Yu Young Yoon won Best Supporting Female Actor for Minari. Yoon is the first Asian actor to win a Best Acting SAG Award. That is nuts. I think this is also the first SAG Awards where no one was nominated for playing the Joker, but I might be wrong about that. Uh, SAG Awards are sometimes seen as predictors for the Oscars, so this lineup is a good sign that we'll avoid another hashtag Oscars so white. Other SAG Award winners from Sunday included Netflix's The Trial of Chicago 7, which beat the odds to win Best Ensemble in a Drama, despite Sasha Baron Cohen's deeply disturbing Boston accent. 
And not just his, you know, Eddie Redmayne left a lot to be desired. I think he was playing a Jamaican woman, but I'm not sure. Jeremy Strong, what were you doing to my guy? Mm. Mm. <laughs> they made a lot of choices. Well, <laughs> President Vladimir, no vacations. Putin signed a law yesterday <laughs> that could allow him to be president until 2036. The law limits any future president to two six-year terms in office, but it resets Putin's term count to zero. We can call it the men in black memory eraser clause. <laughs> the constitutional change that makes the law possible was approved last year by a national vote, but it was packaged with other popular amendments and the vote was widely viewed as sketchy. Putin has already been in power for more than 20 years, but making it all the way to 36 would let him beat Stalin as the longest serving Russian leader. Putin has tried to justify the new law by saying it will let his lieutenants stay focused on their work instead of, quote, darting their eyes in search for possible successors. Mm-hmm. I too will choose to never let anyone fire me for the sake of productivity. <laughs> Everyone at WAD will accomplish more knowing that if they want to get rid of me, they're going to have to lock me up in jail. Yeah, same goes for me. So that's the rule. There you go. Boop, boop. And those are the headlines. <laughs> One more thing before we go, the Senate gets back from recess next week, and we want to make sure they're hearing from every supporter about why passing the For the People Act needs to be their top priority. This week, activists are hosting a For the People Week of Action, including virtual advocacy visits with senators and democracy teach-ins, where you can learn more about issues like gerrymandering, voter suppression, and how to get big money out of politics. To find ways you can take action today, head over to votesaveamerica.com slash for the people. That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, post on Yahoo Answers while you still can and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just Aaron Sorkin scripts in an outrageous accent like me, <laughs> what a day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick. And, and we, we will, will never, never be fired. fired. Never. <laughs> I can't wait until that exact recording is played on the day yeah. that I'm fired. <laughs> exactly. Fox News is going to have a field day. Today is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun is our assistant producer. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producers are Katie Long, Akila Hughes, and me. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made In Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made In. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made In Cookware. Shop chef-quality pots and pans at madeincookware.com. Doors take us to summers away or winter adventures and afternoon getaways. Your dedicated Fidelity Advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential because doors were meant to be opened. Visit fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimum supply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC.